Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 34, Kansas. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Facebook, you know? The podcast is there. Figure it out on Facebook. Do not look for the podcast on Snapchat. Not on Snapchat. Accolades to report again. Thank you for making the Texas Tech episode on the Anchor application number 63 in the top episodes list. Thanks again to the dozens of you listening. I'm telling you what, sponsors are calling now. It's amazing. Uh, and I'm, I, I don't want to say who because it's early in the process, but one of the companies who's contacted me is probably a company you've heard of. The company's name rhymes with ball cart. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Again, thank you for everybody who's listening. Congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm not even mad after that one. West Virginia got beat soundly. West Virginia beat Baylor three times. They had their number. Kansas had West Virginia's number this year. They beat West Virginia 81-70. Don't look this up on ESPN or wherever you get your box scores. But just based on watching the game, Kansas shot 100% in the second half. (laughs) They made everything. They made open shots. They made contested shots. A bunch of those were three-pointers. Some were not three-pointers. They made those two. They did miss some foul shots. But when you make all of the other shots... There's a good chance you're going to win, and Kansas did that tonight. West Virginia's seniors, I talked about in the Texas Tech game. It would be West Virginia seniors versus Kansas seniors. West Virginia seniors actually outscored Kansas, uh, their seniors, by eight points. Carter had 17 points, nine assists. The human roller coaster, once again, with five threes, led the team in scoring with 25 points. Uh, but that expert analysis, as it is most of the time, was off base. What I didn't expect was Kansas's freshman outscoring West Virginia's by 11. Uh, a guy who replaced the big guy who was out who just graduated high school in January, he didn't miss a shot. And you can look that one up. He did not miss a field goal. 8 for 8, 16 points, 10 rebounds. He outscored uh, aggressive neck tattoo Teddy Allen by 10. And then Kansas's only junior outscored West Virginia's juniors by 10. Vic for Kansas scored 10 Issa Ahmad did not score. And there was a D'Angelo Hunter sighting this game. He didn't score either. So seniors for West Virginia outscored Kansas by eight. Freshman 
And juniors outscored our freshmen and juniors by 21 points. Carter and Miles were great. Sagabakanate, 18 points, 5 rebounds, 3 blocks. He played well. But in addition to Kansas making every shot in the second half, this game was a simple math equation. And here's the math. West Virginia made 16 two-point shots. Kansas made 15 three-point shots. And follow me on this on this math logic. The three-point shots are worth 50% more than the two-point shots. And so Kanate can clean up, and he had a great game inside. He was the, the shot over the shoulder was working. He made a jump shot, made all of his free throws. That's great. Uh, but when the other team shoots over 50% from three and makes 15 of them, the math doesn't work in your favor. And despite math... You can chalk it up to Kansas being the better team. I am a superstitious person when it comes to basketball. And so, regardless of which team was better, I'm going to put the blame for West Virginia's loss on ESPN. What did they do? Well, let me describe the scenario and tell me I'm not the only one that felt this. West Virginia was up eight in the second half. Media timeout, 15 minutes and five seconds left in the game. Goes the commercial, comes back, and what does ESPN come back with? Highlight reels of how West Virginia blew leads against Kansas in both games this season. When I started to see the highlights, I looked at my wife. She was sitting on the couch. I was standing, of course. And I said to her, this is not good. West Virginia is going to blow it. I'm paraphrasing. And Amy looked at the score, looked at me, and said, and was confused. They're winning. She replied, and even before the clips were over, they were showing on the left-hand side of the screen, the game was back on, and Kansas made a shot to cut the lead from 8-6, to six. so they couldn't even get the highlight reel over, and Kansas was coming back. And so ESPN had it in for us. Before the jinx, West Virginia was winning 51-43. After the jinx... Kansas outscored West Virginia 38-19. 38-19 after the clips. Did they jinx West Virginia? You do the math. Random thoughts coming up. Random thoughts from the Kansas game. Big 12 tournament edition. Now we wait. Tomorrow, the selection committee will let everyone know the 68 teams that make it to the NCAA tournament. West Virginia will definitely be one of those teams. According to uh, bracketmatrix.com, 
West Virginia will be a four seed. I wouldn't be surprised if West Virginia ends up a five seed. And it's all about matchups. Who they get matched up with, who's in their bracket. And it's this coming week. I know I've talked about it on multiple podcasts, but sports-wise, it's the best week of the year. It starts tomorrow with the selection show. And you consume all that and try to figure out, you know, have reactions to it. By the way, I'm going to post a special edition of Unreasonable Doubt tomorrow night. Reactions to what the selection committee decides. A big question. How many Big 12 teams are going to make it to the tournament? There could be nine of the ten teams that make it to the tournament. Most likely there's going to be less than that. Probably seven. Um, but it starts with Sunday, then Monday through Wednesday, you start thinking about your bracket. And everybody who probably listens to this podcast fills out a bracket, regardless of how many games of basketball you've watched all year. And everybody's got their strategies for brackets. It's, uh, oh, pick the college who has more letters in the name. Hey, I've been to California, so I'll pick University of Southern California. Ooh, Gonzaga is fun to say. I'm going to pick that team. And so you spend those three days working on your brackets. The play-in games happen on Tuesday and Wednesday. It's, It's not part of the big tournament. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it washes over you. College basketball from noon to midnight every day. I'm so excited. I can't wait. We'll know more and get a feel for what West Virginia's path is and what their chances of advancing deep into the NCAA tournament. Before we get the final thoughts, a word from our fake sponsor. Phone Bag is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Do you run with your cell phone in the rain? Are you concerned that after your run, you'll have to put your iPhone 5 in a bowl of dry rice? Now, you can run confidently in the rain with Phone Bag. Place your older, non-water-resistant smartphone in the phone bag and kiss your water worries goodbye. It'll keep your phone dry and working, and it fits in most gym short pockets. I use phone bag when I run, and I love the product. Replacing your cellular phone can cost over $1,000, but 100 phone bags will cost you just $1. Go to phonebag.com, click the podcast button at the bottom of the page, type in the code UNREASONABLEDOUBT, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, and you'll get a second order of 100 phone bags for free. That's 200 phone bags for only $1. Again, go to phonebag.com, click the podcast button at the bottom of the page, 
type in the code unreasonable doubt a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, no spaces, and get a second order of 100 phone bags for free, $10 shipping and handling. That's phone bags. Phone bag. Keep your phone dry, dummy. Final thoughts for the Kansas game, Big 12 tournament edition. The end is approaching. The next loss for West Virginia will be the last game of the season and the last podcast for season one of Unreasonable Doubt. What should we do next? Give me your thoughts. Should there be a season two of Unreasonable Doubt? Should the podcast continue in some form in between the seasons talking about other things? Give me your honest feedback. Let me know on Instagram, at Burning Springs. I'll change the filter back to getting emails in the inbox at unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. If you listen on the Anchor app, uh, do a call in. Let me know if you'd like to see this thing continue. I've enjoyed it. Give me your thoughts. I talked about brackets and filling them out next week. I'm going to do some bonus episodes, bring some people on to talk about how they're going to fill out their bracket and from various expertise levels of people who follow basketball to people who couldn't care less. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, listen on Anchor, anchor.fm. Slash Unreasonable Doubt, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast. Subscribe, rate, review, do all those things. The next game for West Virginia is, I don't know when, Thursday or Friday against a team I don't know who they're going to play. We'll find out tomorrow. And it'll be on one of four channels, CBS, TNT, TBS, or True TV. The ratings really spiked this time of the year for True TV. Um, where we get some basketball on that network. Uh, until then, I'm Josh Witt. WVU is 24 and 10.